Thank you for tuning in to our Restoration Life podcast. Don't forget to rate and review the message and share it out with your friends on social media. Can't wait for you to listen in next week. Hello and welcome to Restoration Life. If you're visiting us for the very first time today, my name is Eddie Vargas. I'm the lead pastor of this fun, filled, dynamic church. And I'd like to start today by saying thank you. Thank you for everyone that's taken the time to help make this video online service available. I also want to say thank you to everyone who's been faithful in their generosity. Thank you so much for staying faithful in your tithes and in your offering. Thank you for staying faithful in your prayer life. Thank you for sending encouraging texts and um, praying for us in this season because we need all that we can get. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to show an attitude of gratitude for all of you. If you have your Bibles, turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 1, starting with verse number 6. A couple of weeks ago, we started a new series entitled Faith Over Fear. Today, God stirred my heart to preach another message in that series that I'd like to share with you today. Acts chapter 1, verse 6 3 reads like this. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? Jesus replies, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But then he goes on to say what he does want you to know. Verse eight, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Wow, it's a powerful portion of scripture. Let, let me just say, or make my first point here. My first point is that the gospel cannot be quarantined. You cannot quarantine the gospel of Jesus Christ. We know that we're living in strange times. We know that, that more and more cities are, are taking drastic steps to contain the spread of COVID-19. And as a church, we too have taken some pretty drastic steps as well. We've canceled our physical gatherings for the immediate future anyways and have moved much of our church services online. In fact, all of everything that we're doing, meetings and and, and prayer and services has all been taken online. And I think that's what it takes to try and continue to be the Church of Jesus Christ in a globe where there's a pandemic um, raging and causing all kinds of fear because of this coronavirus. But even if the Christian was quarantined to their homes for the next couple of weeks or even next couple of months, what I want you to hear today is that we cannot allow the gospel of Jesus Christ to be quarantined. Remember what I said last week. Last week I said that we are all carriers of something or someone. There are a lot of people out there right now that are carrying fear. There are a lot of people out there that are carrying doubt and anxiety and worry. But we are, we've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we are not only carriers of his presence, we are also carriers of his power. We are also carriers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm reminded of what Paul said to the church in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, when he said, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. The good news is unstoppable. It doesn't hurt, it heals. It doesn't destroy, it transforms. It doesn't bring death. In fact, it brings life 
and life more abundantly. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it has the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek or to the Gentile. So the, Paul, so the apostle Paul, he understood this very well. You know, before he was Paul the apostle, he was Saul of Tarsus. And he was there at the very beginning of the Christian movement. And he was there trying to kill the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, in Acts chapter 7, verse 52 through 60, Saul was there at the stoning of the very first martyr of the gospel of Jesus Christ, a man by the name of Stephen, who was both faithful and filled with the Holy Spirit and preached boldly in front of all all the people that would try to quarantine the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 8, verse 1 through 4, the Bible says that Saul was one of the witnesses and he agreed completely with the killing of Stephen. A great wave of persecution began that day, sweeping over the church in Jerusalem and all the believers except the apostles were scattered through the regions of Judea and Samaria. Some devout men came and buried Stephen with great mourning, but Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus everywhere they went. And I feel like this virus, this pandemic, this COVID-19 is trying to go from house to house right now, trying to keep the gospel of Jesus Christ moving forward through the family of faith and believers in Jesus Christ. We know that on on another day, as Paul was on his way to another city to go persecute more Christians, that he had an encounter with Jesus Christ. And the words of the great Rabbi Gamaliel must have been ringing in his ears when he got knocked off his high horse. In Acts chapter 5 verse 39, the Bible says this, but if it is from God, you're not going to be able to stop these men. You will only find yourself fighting against God. This is what Gamaliel said. His speech persuaded them. They called the apostles in and had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Listen to what I'm saying to you right now. That back then, even 2,000 years ago, the enemy of your soul has been trying to quarantine and keep the gospel from moving forward and expanding God's kingdom through seeing people give their lives to Jesus Christ. The Bible goes on to say, that day after day, verse 42, in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching. They never stopped proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. We're taking the gospel message from house to house through the technology that's been, been made available to us. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, you can't quarantine the gospel. You can't chain the gospel down. You can't keep it from spreading because if you do, you're just gonna be frustrated because you're not coming against man, you're coming against God. And so I thank God for the season that we're in. We're seeing a viral revival take place in the body of Christ. The enemy of humanity has been trying to shut down and quarantine the gospel since its inception. Since the days of Jesus, he's killed tens of thousands of men and women, families, trying to stop the spread of the gospel. Why? Why has he been trying to do this? Because it's the only hope for humanity. Let me, let me read to you what Isaiah the prophet said in Isaiah 55 and 10 and 11, because no matter what man tries to do, God's word is gonna accomplish what it was sent forth to accomplish. 
In fact, he says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word. So is my word. As it goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me void or empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Listen, God is going to achieve his purpose and his plan. And his purpose and his plan involves you and I. You and I are carriers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And even though we're separated from one another physically, we're not isolated from God or each other spiritually. We need to remember that we are carriers of God's glory, that we are carriers of his presence, that we are carriers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we cannot be silenced. We cannot quarantine the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is what you need to hear right now because you play a vital role. Together, you and I play a vital role in making sure that the kingdom of God is expanded and it continues to move forward even though we're experiencing a pandemic. Because even in this season of despair, you've responded with faith. Even in this pandemic causing fear, you've responded with courage. Even in the midst of social distancing, you have responded with love, generosity, and community. And while other people are hoarding what they have, you have a spirit of generosity that's releasing blessing, that's releasing finances, that's releasing prayer, that's releasing love. Why? Because we've been mandated to do so by the Holy Spirit of, of God. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 39 says, but we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed but to those who have faith and are saved. You know, at the end of Paul's life, he was locked up. He was on death row. You could even say that he was in quarantine. They tried to stop him from spreading the good news. But even though Paul didn't have the social technology that we had today, he still had a piece of a, a pen and a piece of paper. And he was able to write all these beautiful letters that we get to read today. Letters that encourage us and stir us up and stir up the gift of that's within us to continue to advance God's purpose for such a time as this. You know, he was in a final quarantine of sorts when he wrote this letter in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7 through 10. He said this, Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead, the offspring of David as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering bound with chains as a criminal, but the word of God is not bound. Come on, did you hear that? The word of God cannot be chained. Let me say it this way. The word of God cannot be quarantined. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they may also obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Man, I love, I love what Paul says to Timothy. You can't chain the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can't quarantine the gospel. You can't hold it back. There's so much power and life in it. It's just gonna break forth. And it does that through the believers. It does that through you and through me and through our marriages and through our, our, our finances and through our giftings and through our families. We are carriers of the most powerful message um, ever, ever known to humanity. You and I carry the answer 
for the for the sickness that's out there not 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 just the physical sickness but the spiritual sickness of sin you and i carry the answer and the cure for their sin and his name is jesus listen i believe that we're living in a time where the gospel could spread faster than ever before the circumstances surrounding this pandemic can actually accelerate the spreading of the gospel of jesus christ for the very first time since 9-11, people are afraid. They're afraid of what's going to happen if they get sick. They're afraid of what's going to happen if, if they die. They don't know what's going to happen in their afterlife. And, and I've been sharing the gospel of Jesus for over 30 years now. And I can't think of a better time to share Jesus with everyone that I know and love. You know, look up and see that the harvest field is ripe, but the laborers are so few. I want to encourage you today to be a laborer of the gospel. And the way that we do that, we do that collaboratively together as a body of Christ. We do that by loving people and praying for people and sharing this truth that can set them free. And we do that with my second point. When we socialize, we should evangelize. Don't just spend all of your time being online reading memes and, and posting funny stuff and making funny videos, I think that that's something that should happen. I, I enjoy watching all of them and even making some of them myself. But I wanna encourage you, don't stop sharing the good news. Don't stop sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with everybody that follows you and is influenced by you. Be a dealer of hope. Be a dealer of love through the gospel of Jesus Christ. When you socialize online, when you socialize on your social media platform, evangelize. Use the word of God and share the word of God with people that are perishing. Romans 10, 14 says this, How then can they call on the one that they have not believed in? Now can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Listen, you don't need to have the title of a pastor or a leader to share the love of God with people. You just need to share it. When you socialize, evangelize. We have to be mission-minded when communicating. We have to be mission-minded when we're sharing our love and and, 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 and our generosity with those that are less fortunate. We need to be sharers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You don't have to have a title to share this good news. You just need to have a passion for the broken and the lost. You just need to, to, to reach out to those that don't know Jesus with acts of kindness and, and your shining light will draw people to God. You know, it's interesting how the virus spread to the point of being labeled a pandemic you know, in the, in, in the day and age that we're living in, you know, it, it, it was, it happened through constant contact. That's how it happened, through constant contact. And so we're doing everything that we can to stay in constant contact with the believers. We're also doing everything that we can to stay in constant contact with unbelievers because we believe that we carry the answer to their despair, that we carry the hope for their future. I'm reminded of what God's word says, that unless you're born again, you'll never see the kingdom of God, that you'll never be able to go to the Father. It is only through Christ Jesus that man can be saved. How many of you remember that movie back in the day called Outbreak? Dustin Hoffman was a star actor. I think Rene Russo was also in that movie. In fact, I think I rented it a couple of weeks ago just because of everything that was going on. 
And everything that happened in that movie, just about everything, is a lot of what we're starting to experience today. There was this outbreak, this, this pandemic of Ebola that, that went around the world. And it was interesting the way that it happened. It, it was a monkey that was brought over from another country that carried the Ebola virus. And that monkey scratched a human being and that human being went to the movie theater and, and in that movie theater he sneezed and as he sneezed, sneezed all of his germs went out and everybody was in contact of that virus. In many ways what we're experiencing today with COVID-19 it's happening just like that but in a spiritual sense the way that we take the gospel viral is through constant contact. We have to share it. We, we have to pray for people. We have to um, uh, uh, be the church. We have to be a shining light. We, we can't be hid under a table. We, we have to go forward in sharing the gospel. So when we socialize, evangelize. I want to close uh, with a couple of things here. Matthew 24, 14 is a scripture that comes to mind. Um, and it's, and it's, a, it's a scripture that actually sends chills up my spine. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then listen to what he says. And then the end will come. Never before have we ever had the kind of technology that we have today. Never before has the church shut its doors and gone on this, this online outreach. And the gospel has spread across the world. There aren't many places left on our planet that doesn't have a smart device. There aren't many places left on our planet that doesn't have internet. And, 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 and what the enemy meant for evil by trying to contain us in our, in our homes and not allowing us to gather as a church, not being able to be on the streets preaching the gospel, God is allowing us to take the gospel message online and we are experiencing a viral revival. People are coming back to God. Hearts are turning back to the Father and that's all been made possible by your faithfulness, by your connectivity, by your constant contact with us and with others. So I wanna encourage you today. There, this is so important for us to do. This is so important for us to execute on because as the world hears the gospel, there's gonna come a time when that last person will either accept him or reject him and then Jesus will come back for his church in the blinking of an eye. Romans chapter 10 verse 13 through 14 says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? In closing, I wanna encourage you to be a voice of encouragement and not of discouragement. There's a lot of discouraging news out there. There's a lot of people posting up discouraging memes and, 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 and causing a lot of fear-mongering amongst um, our, our community of faith and those that we love. But I'm reminded of what Paul the Apostle says to the church in Ephesians 4.29. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, not the troublemakers. Can we be the peacemakers during this time? Can we encourage people instead of discourage people? 
Can, can we remove the rumors and the frustrations and the anger and replace it with joy and faith and life and encouragement? Can we be, be the kind of people that speak life over those that are struggling right now? Can we be generous with those that are less fortunate than we are right now? This is what it means to be a Christian. Psalm 73 and 26 says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Maybe this means that you just send out a text that encourages somebody. Maybe this means that when we're finished uh, with this video today, that you share this online. And as you socialize, you evangelize. You're in constant contact with the king and his kingdom. And you are being an evangelist as you share the good news, as you share this video on your social media platform. Jesus prayed for those that he was hurting. There were three things that Jesus did. He was in prayer, he cared, and he shared. He prayed for people. He cared for people and he shared with people. I think we too must pray for people. I think we, mu we too must care for one another. And I think we too must share with one another, not just the gifts and the talents and not just some of the supplies that many of us have, but, but also that we should share the gospel of Jesus Christ with those that are less fortunate, that have never heard it and don't have a relationship with Jesus. Somebody this evening is going to step into eternity without Jesus. And somebody is gonna step into eternity this evening that has a personal relationship with Jesus. I pray that everyone we love, that everybody that, that's on our friends list, that everybody that we care about, if, if, if they were to go home today, that they would go home to be with the Lord uh, uh, in heaven should, should that have to happen. But my point is this, we must pray for people, we must care for people, and we must share for people. We need a viral revival. Psalms 29 11 says this, may the Lord give strength to his people, may the Lord bless his people with peace. Yes, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, but we carry with us the Prince of Peace. And so if I could for just a moment, I wanna pray for you. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to bow your heads and I want you to, I, I wanna pray with you. And I want you to, I just wanna pray this prayer of faith over you because I just believe that there is so much fear that's, that's, that's been allowed into our homes, that there's so much anxiety that's been allowed into our homes. And I just wanna, I just wanna pray for love to cast out fear right now. In fact, Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for everybody that logged on. I thank you for your living word. I thank you for your grace and your love that's on all of us. Father, we rebuke the spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. And we just pray for the peace of heaven to enter into all of our hearts, into all of our minds, and into all of our homes. And I just thank you for the generosity and the, and, 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 and the gifts and the love and the prayers of all your people in this season. I pray that you bless them a hundredfold. I pray that they're encouraged by what they heard today. And Father, with our lives, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen.